Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. After three decades of excellence as head football coach and athletic director at the University of Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez is calling it a career. I describe Wisconsin as one of the best athletic programs in the country, one of the most consistent athletic programs in the country. ESPN Wisconsin celebrates all Barry Alvarez has meant and done for our great state. The people in this state have been great to me. I love this place. It's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Everybody likes to have an audience. Not maybe everybody doesn't i do this is the coaches of barry with ben brust here's greg scalzo welcome to barry week on espn with scott and i'm greg scalzo along with ben brust we're excited to be joined by head coach of the wisconsin badgers football program paul chris coach chris thank you so much for joining us I want to start here as the guy who grew up around this program, saw what it was, and then saw Barry's impact on it. Like, What was your first initial impression of Barry Alvarez, the coach? You know, it's um, first of all, thanks for having me on and uh, being a part of Barry Week. That's pretty pretty cool. But um, I wasn't in Wisconsin at the time uh, Coach Alvarez came, and so... Uh, you know, you follow it from a distance, but was was busy kind of get trying to get my own career started, and was at at other uh, was at West Virginia, and then was in the World League, was up in Canada, was out west. So you, you're kind of following it from afar, but but certainly, um, I think we all are appreciative of, of what Coach was able to do and and lead a group of people to do. Right? I mean, he was. Obviously, uh, the catalyst, but it took a lot of people to make it happen. But uh, certainly, just changed the the whole trajectory of this program. And and I think you know the, the way it felt. I remember coming back to the state, and you know you, you're seeing Wisconsin flags flying. You know a lot of things that you just hadn't had never witnessed. And and so it was uh, it was awesome. You know you're proud of Wisconsin. Like you said, grew up with it and. And to see what was being done by everyone, you know, led by coach, and uh, and yet really didn't have a front row seat till and, and kind of as more I got into the profession, wanted to kind of learn and find out more, and and was lucky enough to then get get hired on and and, and work with coach. And coach, I want to talk about that. You spent some time at Pittsburgh as the head coach there. What's it like to be wanted by such a legend in Barry Alvarez? What was the conversation like with him as he wanted to bring you back to Wisconsin? The first thing is you're humbled and you're appreciative that, you know, he certainly knew a lot about me and I about him and this place. And, you know, at the time he felt like there's nothing more that he cared about than certainly Wisconsin and in the football program. And so for him to reach out and, express that interest I think that's what was uh, probably meant the most and uh, like I said it was humbling and and yet very uh, I was very excited about it talking with coach Paul Christ here Barry week across ESPN with Scottson and coach how much uh, was Barry a factor in you returning to the University of Wisconsin and the opportunity to work for a guy who had been in that place before well, I think it was a, a huge reason for it and and that I uh 
you know, I'd known kind of what what he wanted, and and by being on his staff, you know, I knew what he expected and 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 what he wanted and and what he valued, and so kind of those foundational pillars, you, you know, I I knew, and and I think for that, uh, you know, if you go somewhere else and you don't know that you necessarily align with those, that can be hard, you know, and I'd kind of experienced that at different places, but. I think, you know, coach reaching out, you know, what we were talking about before, um, he cares nothing more about, you know, the biggest care is about the players and the student athletes. And and then this football program, if he, you know, trusted me with that, and, and yet I knew what was most important. And so the, the big thing was that it, you know, I was in line with that, and, and I knew that that wouldn't be compromised, and so therefore him being the AD was a huge part of this whole kind of attraction and draw to coming back. And, Coach, obviously it's great to be wanted at the University of Wisconsin. Whether it was an offensive coordinator or as head coach right now, what's a moment that you shared with Barry Alvarez that, you know, is something that stands out? Uh, you know, there's uh been fortunate. There's a... A ton of experiences, you know, and I was, you know, I remember just the the first year, 2002, and was able to uh, come back and was coaching tight ends and, you know, certainly had a great amount of respect and admiration for what he'd done, but hadn't worked with him yet. And, you know, at the time there was a lot of different styles of coaching, and I remember going to him and just saying, you know, Coach, how do you want me to be? And, and I'll never forget him. You know, he, he just he wanted me to coach the way that I coach and be who I am. And so I've always kind of taken that, and you know, you learn from it. And I felt appreciative of that, and and try to carry that forward. And and then there's you know there's games and uh, moments that you you appreciate, you cherish. Uh, I always loved. You know, I think what it, one of the things that I absolutely love. From the very first year, that 2002 till, you know, it, it keeps on going. Is around bowl season. You know, he is uh, he is tremendous, and he knows the bowl system and and kind of uh, works it. And uh, I was fascinated by that, you know. And and so, you know, I had never gone to a, a bowl before as a coach in 2002, and just kind of seeing him the way he went about us and, and helping us get to the Alamo Bowl at the time and then how he approached the the bowl game itself. You, you know, I I love that and appreciate it and something that you try to carry forward and, and certainly proud of a lot of the moments that we were able to do some things, whether when he was a head coach or, you know, as the athletic director, you felt like you're just trying to find your way to contribute. But, there, you know, I've been lucky and, and – been around him in a lot of different settings and different areas and different years and and uh he finds a way to make you enjoy and uh appreciate so much of the experience 
Coach Paul Christ, head coach of the Wisconsin Badger football program this Barry Week on ESPN Wisconsin. You talk about Barry encouraging his coaches to be who they are and be their authentic self. I mean, when you think of Barry Alvarez, there's a lot of personality there, and you've got you know uh, all these parody accounts on social media and like people. What's something you know, having gotten to know, having worked for Barry about Barry Alvarez that the average fan might not think of when they think Barry? Alvarez? You know, I, I don't know what other people think, and uh, but he's, in in many ways, it's he's kind of uh, I think like he, the advice that he gave me, I think that he lives himself, and that it, he is who he is, and therefore I think he is who uh, people see, and that uh, you know, has obviously has he enjoys it, and he works at it. You know, it, you can't confuse the two. But uh, he is—he finds a way to 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 enjoy it. Now it'll still be through work, but he enjoys it. He's got a—he's got a way about him and a and a, and a swagger uh, that I think is is him. And uh, I always love being around that. You know, and it's. Uh, you know, I don't know that I would ever be successful trying to mimic him. You know, that's not my style. But I love being around it, and so I think, you know, there isn't a lot that I think people got an idea of who he is, and and that's authentic. And I think that's what I uh, I think that's one of the things that I I admire and respect about Coach. Coach, sometimes I don't know why they give me a microphone because I always just want to veer <laughs> off course here. But this is Barry Week, and Barry Week has. Uh, a Barry Alvarez statue outside of Camp Randall. I want a Paul Christ and Graham Mertz Kansas Cannon statue outside Camp Randall. How are we going to get to this national championship together? Uh, right, we got to go earn that. We're working on that right now, but until we do something, don't start carving it yet. We got to go do it. Coach, with Barry uh, getting ready to retire with the NCAA changing on a number of ways, right, between the college football playoff expansion and some of the court rulings, like what's the biggest thing that you'll carry forward from Barry that you learned and be able to drive success from? You know, I think I, I knew this before, and, and yet, um, you know, Coach always did a great job of reinforcing it, but it's it, it's all about the players. And... Um, I think that's the best thing, you know, that's the that's the why. That's why we do what we do and and um that's the reason they you know, they need a coach is is for those players and 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 then how do we as a team, you know, a group of individuals come together and and do something uh special. And so uh, I think that's that to me is is what it's all about and I think he you know, he always talks about it, you know, if if it's if it's right for the players, then it's it's a non-negotiable. That's what we're doing. It's all about the players. Started with Barry, carried on by all of you coaches. Coach Paul Chris, thank you so much for your time here on Barry Week, and best of luck to you this season. All right, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. Good luck. More Barry Week coming up next on ESPN Wisconsin. You're listening to the Coaches of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Thanks for the memories, Coach. I wanted my guys to feel they had an advantage. Always have an advantage. Celebrating more than 30 years of excellence, this is ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Now, back to the Coaches of Barry 
with Ben Brust. Here's Greg Scalzo. Welcome back to Barry Week on ESPN Wisconsin. I'm Greg Scalzo along with Ben Brust being joined by Wisconsin basketball head coach Greg Gard. Coach Gard, thank you so much for joining us here for Barry Week. Uh, you took over as the head coach for the Badger men's basketball team. Barry, as your athletic director, what's it been like to have a coach in that position uh, as the athletic director as you started your head coaching career? Well, I think thanks for having me on, guys, by the way. But uh, I think you bring up a good point and use the right word there, a coach or a former coach, you know, at that point in time when I took over. Um, and I think if you ask any of our coaches, head coaches here in the department, the having an athletic director that's walked in your shoes, that's understood or understands and lived the trials and tribulations that you do as a coach in a program definitely is a, it's a great resource. It's obviously – somebody you lean on because of his experiences more so as a coach than an athletic director so obviously I've always felt that that was uh you know a a huge attribute and uh you know obviously I've utilized him as a great resource over the years as well. Coach Gard you mentioned Barry being that coach you took over as the head coach for the Wisconsin Badgers in the middle of the season which is very unprecedented uh, which actually happened I guess the year before you in those circumstances, what was Barry able to do to help guide you in that scenario? I think he, he first of all, he kind of let me do my thing, you know, and kind of stayed in the backdrop. And really he gave me, I met with him maybe two days after the announcement that Coach Ryan was going to step down. And uh, he made it really simple. I mean, he, in words that I, you know, still keep uh, at the forefront today, it's, it's be yourself and make it about your players. And if you do those two things, you'll be fine. And he was like, don't listen to all the noise going on, all the chatter, all the this, that, that's going to swirl around it. Just just be yourself and make it about your players, and, and things will be fine. And, and obviously that's very simple advice, but obviously very wise and experienced advice that, like I said, I still apply that today. Talking with uh, Wisconsin men's basketball head coach Greg Gard here. It's Barry Week on ESPN Wisconsin. And Coach Gard, I believe it was Paula Wilkins, the, the soccer coach, uh, the women's soccer coach for UW, talked about how uh, player-focused you know, Barry was as an athletic director. From your point of view, this past year has been really tough, right, with COVID, tough on the student-athletes, the coaches, the entire athletic department. Uh, how has it been working with a, a leader like Barry Alvarez during that time to sort of get you guys through uh, the global pandemic. Yeah, I think it's. I think you go back to understanding what it's like in the shoes of a coach, and he he has always been very how he coached his teams, how he ran his program, very fundamentally sound. Don't beat yourself, you know. Just play the percentages, and he's run the athletic department in very much the same manner. Coach Gar, when you became an assistant coach in the early two thousands. You know, the University of Wisconsin was primarily a football school, and you and Coach Bo Ryan in your tenures as head coaches have really set the program to new heights. What did Barry have in terms of helping you grow the program? Well, I think anything you look back at, you know, the history of the athletic department, football had to get healthy. You know, and you trace that back to Donna Shalala, which led to Pat Richter being hired, which led to Barry getting here. So there's a lineage and a, and a chain of events there that helped a, and put football on the right track because obviously the revenue source and, and uh, revenue-generating ability of football is astronomical. And, and that allowed 
obviously the athletic department to get healthy, which eventually basketball was trending that way. And then you have, you know, the coal centers be able to be built because of the funds that were raised. And obviously we had private donations within that too, but there was a, the financial impact on the whole department and really the, the city, the state of what football getting healthy has done uh, has been tremendous. So, but I think you look at the approaches and really if you, you know, peel back the onion, so to speak, and look at both programs are very similar in how we do things. We're developmentally based. We're both, we rely heavily and emphasize fundamentals. You know, don't be yourself. We say a lot, don't lose to Wisconsin. I know Paul talks about the same things of taking care of the ball, winning the kicking game, all those things that can help you, you know, put yourself in position. It doesn't guarantee success, but it gives you, it stacks the odds in your favor uh, considerably more. So I think just that, that blueprint and that plan, you know, the same thing that, that we had coming in and it was, you know, put in place and, and was trending the, the right way over the course of, you know, the last 25, 30 years, even before we got here, obviously coach Bennett had some success and, and, uh, but the, the plan was in place and, and we continue to push that forward. And like I said, the, the revenue stream really helps, uh, obviously keep an athletic department up with the Joneses, so to speak, because it is a, such an arms race and facilities and student resources and those things um, that we've been able to remain competitive. Coach Guard, I remember back to my senior year when Bo Ryan was the head coach. I watched Barry and Bo hug at the Bradley Center after beating Oregon in the NCAA tournament. Was there a memory or a moment that stands out between you and Barry after a big win? Yeah, I mean, obviously the the NCAA tournament wins, um, you know, the, the phone calls or the text messages, if he wasn't, wasn't there per se at, at the site. But, you know, those, obviously a Big Ten championship a year ago, we won on the road. And obviously communicating with him after he wasn't at Indiana at the time. So for that game, but you know, there's, there's obviously moments in my press conference, how he's, how he's handled things and how he's, you know, how I've been able to lean on him. I I don't know if there's any specific moment, Ben, but he's always been somebody I can rely on and, and call when necessary and bounce things off of him. And yeah, I think, like I said, at the outset, he's been a, a tremendous resource and I've always tried to pick the brains of older, more experienced coaches, regardless of sport. Because I've always felt that, you know, success in sports is not specific to that sport. There's some commonalities across the board from sport to sport that are pretty consistent. Um, you know, I, I got that from my time with hanging with Mike Mark, McCarthy at, with the Packers, also being around Barry when he was here uh, coaching. Um, Paul, same way. Uh, Mark Johnson, Tony Granato. I mean, you go up and down the list, Kelly Sheffield. Um, the, the success within programs, usually there's a lot of similarities, a lot of common things and common themes that, that uh, are put into place regardless of what the sport is. Coach Guard, uh, Barry Alvarez, larger-than-life figure. What's, like, what's a great Barry story that you can share on the air? You know, I, I don't know if I have any really outside-the-box ones. You know, he golfs a little bit, but he's not a really good golfer. Um, <laughs> Sounds like me. Yeah. I might be, that's one guy I might be able to say I'm better than, but, you know, I, I don't have any. I mean, I'm sure some of the more people that work with him within football have a few more or within administration have some everyday uh, things. But like I said, with, with him, it's always been a very straightforward, fundamental approach, and um, he tells it how it is, I'll tell you that. He's not, not afraid. He doesn't mix words. 
he, I've always appreciated that, that he gets right to the point and uh, you can be very direct with him. And he's always been a straight shooter with me as well. So, you know, we just, uh, we've had a really good working relationship. But I'll miss the, you know, like I said, I think the impact he's had on me is more as a former coach than, than probably as an administrator, just because he's overseeing so many sports. I've gone to more with, Hey, coach, when have you ever had this or that? Uh, and he's obviously shared experiences, whether it was here or at Iowa, Notre Dame, you know, anywhere along his career. He's been very good to bounce things off of. And usually something in his past, there's a similar event or a similar situation that he can talk about. The best coaches I felt, you know, will tell you what they did wrong. And Barry's not afraid to, you know, tell you what, you know, maybe they could have done better or a mistake he made along the way. Coach Bennett's much like that, too, uh, in terms of – and I think you learn a lot from that, like, you know, the, those experiences along the way because nobody nobody does it the right way all the time. And I think you learn from other people's experiences and sometimes the missteps that they've made along the way, and those are good learning lessons for you. Coach Gard, before we let you go, anything else you'd like to say uh, about Barry Alvarez on the verge of his retirement? Well, I, obviously the impact that he's had on this state is – you know, I think everybody's echoed that over the last you know month, month and a half that since the announcement came out that he was going to make this official. But I, we, you know, we talked about that the impact here on the department, getting football back on track, uh, and how that's had a domino effect across the whole department. Which obviously, when you have this many six sports that are successful, you know, it, it puts from an economy standpoint, it's great for the city of Madison, it's great for Dane County, it's great for the state, the alumni. You know, you just look across the the ripple effect uh, that he's had. And to do it for this long, I mean, he's 31 years. Obviously, you know, about half that time is the head coach and the other time is the uh, you know, VAD. He's been able to not only build it, but put it in a position specifically from football standpoint where it has sustained itself. And that's obviously, it tells you that there's a great foundation built underneath and a solid way of doing things that, like I mentioned, the, the fundamental approach that I've talked about, um, that allows you to sustain it when, when he's gone from coach to coach through the, the guys that have, that have come behind him. And obviously he's got, you know, one of the best right now with Paul and, how, and his approach and how he does it. But I think they all understand, all have understood what the you know the bedrocks of the program are and and how it's been built and appreciate that and embrace that and and obviously that's uh, that'll live long after he walks out of the calendar hall for the last day. Coach Gard, thank you so much for your time. Uh, you were fantastic. We've got more Barry Week coming up next at ESPN Wisconsin. You're listening to the Coaches of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association, and this is ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Find more great content celebrating the legendary career of Barry Alvarez. Subscribe to the Varsity Podcast free on Wisconsin On Demand. Now, back to the Coaches of Barry. With Ben Brust, here's Greg Scalzo. Welcome back into Barry Week on ESPN Wisconsin. I'm Greg Scalzo along with Ben Brost, and we're excited to be joined by the head coach 
of the women's soccer team at University of Wisconsin-Madison, Paula Wilkins. Paula, thank you so much for spending some time with us. You were hired back in 2007. You spent 14 seasons with the Badgers, a six-time Big Ten Coach of the Year. That means that you joined the Badgers athletic program right around the time that Barry took over as the athletic director. What were your early impressions of Barry Alvarez? I think the biggest thing that, that drew me to Barry was that, you know, he's a he's a um, coach's AD. You know, he's been in the trenches. He understands some of the challenges that you have as a coach. Um, it doesn't matter what sport. Um, I think he knows that, you know, the communication factor, all those different things. So, like, you know, he'd swing by the office and you'd ask him a question and he'd give you insight being a coach. And that's so... Uh, important, I think, uh, especially with the profession changing so much like it is right now, it's so important for us to have something like that. Did Coach Alvarez ever ever have any impact on a win necessarily with his soccer knowledge? Not with his soccer knowledge, but I think, you know, he gave me some insight on how to manage people. Um, and he gave me some pregame talks that he gave the football team that I could kind of twist and turn a little bit different that would help me. So I think that was, I don't think he had a, a play for me or anything like that. So, <laughs> but he was Surely insightful with just, just the coaching realm. Talking with Paula Wilkins, the head coach for the women's soccer team at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And uh, Paula, obviously you mentioned uh, Barry was a coach's AD, having been a coach himself. You know, for the fans, I think a lot of people remember Barry for what he did as a coach, the stability he built within that athletic department, the reputation. But for you as somebody who worked with him regularly, what do you think his legacy will be within the University of Wisconsin? I think um, for me, the biggest thing is that, you know, he fostered uh, a community here. He fostered, you know, that, you know, all the coaches on this floor were all kind of going through the same thing. And he it highly always encouraged us to rely on each other and ask questions of each other. And that, you know, it wasn't just you're on an island by yourself. But, you know, you have your administrators who, you know, can give you information and be helpful for you and, you know, reach out to the you know, men's tennis coach and have a conversation about what he's going through because sometimes we forget that, you know, we're working with student athletes and they all kind of have some of the same similar issues and how we dealt with it. So I think he really fostered an atmosphere of, of working together and leaning on each other when you have those good moments and those bad moments. And I think that's something that will continue here. I know on, on this floor, you know, on the fourth floor here in Kellner Hall, that's something that we, we do often. You know, just you walk across the hall and sit down and, you know, hey, how's your day going? And what happened here? And I have this situation. What would you think here? And I think that he was very, very important part of that. You know, he talked about it in a lot of our meetings. He talked about it, you know, with you individually. Um, and so I think it's helped me grow as a coach because I built relationships with other coaches like Mark Johnson, who, you know, obviously is so successful and, and leaning on him and learning what he does. And then, you know, again, tweaking it to what we can do here in women's soccer. Paula, Greg Scalzo and I were both transplants that ended up at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and have both have lived in Wisconsin primarily ever since we graduated. You started at Penn State and you grew up in Pennsylvania. You've then since been the coach at Wisconsin since 2007. For me, it was John Nolan, driving down John Nolan, looking at the lakes in the beautiful capital. What has kept you in Madison for so long? Oh, I think the people. I think it's it's always been the people. It's the and you talk about Coach Alvarez, right? It's just the people and the support that you get. That you know, even when we recruit, we talk about it. You know, it's, it's bricks and mortar. But what really matters are the people and and 
Um, you know, I think that's what Coach Alvarez has always stressed, that, you know, your players have to know that you care about them. And I think that's just kind of uh, throughout the whole community here uh, that you feel that, you know, Midwest people are great. I Joking, like I'm driving, you know, somebody's driving my house and I'm trying to fix my lawnmower and they stop and help. You know, and everything's just kind of a myth. It's not. You know, people are great in the Midwest and they love their sports and they love their Badgers. And, you know, that just they're passionate about it. And I, I love that part. Yeah, people are fantastic out here. I agree, Paula. We're talking with Paula Wilkins, the head coach of the women's soccer team at the University of Wisconsin, Madison Berry, known kind of as the Don here in town. Everybody seems to have a Barry Alvarez story. Do you have any good Barry stories that you can share with us, whether it's coaching related or just out and about? The one thing that attracted me here, I think the one thing I remember from my interview process is that when I was at Penn State, they were number one in the Big Ten, the women's soccer was. And I said to him, I said, you know what, I, I don't know if I can take And The Wisconsin soccer program was at the bottom and literally last place. And I said, I don't know if I can take a bad team and make it good. I know how to kind of manage it. I'm kind of like a Phil Jackson, you know, like at the top group, I can manage that a little bit. Uh, and he said, won't this prove to you if you're a really good coach or not? Because going through that adversity and, you know, I'm glad that I did this because it stretched me in so many different ways, you know, and kind of how he did it, you know, that you maybe don't have the flash and the glitz of other things, but, you know, really taught me that how to manage players, to communicate, to recruit differently um, in that way. And, you know, just coming back and being undefeated in the Big Ten last year after 14 or 13 years and really going from first to last back to first, um, you know, just that challenge that he gave me right off the bat was something that, you know, throughout my career is something that's going to stay with me that, you know, won't that proves you that you can really do something. Paula, this past year, year and a half has been tough on everybody. I can't imagine, uh, you know, being responsible for the student-athletes that you were responsible for during this time. Just talk about some of the challenges you all faced over the past year and a half uh, with COVID, with the pandemic and everything, and how, you know, the athletic department responded and how Barry's leadership helped you guys through it. Uh, you know, I always felt that they were feeling they were doing the best they could for the student athletes, and I think that's you know a direct leadership from Barry that that it was important that the student athletes were taken care of, and you know some of that message came in saying like, listen, be healthy, make sure they're healthy first, and I think the mef- mental health issue of being isolated, us having less interaction with them, you know, just even the the stress of being tested daily. I think it was, it was very hard. And I think the message that we got from the athletic department, and especially Coach Alvarez, was that, you know, we've got to take care of the student-athletes. Our health and the wellness of our student-athletes are first and foremost, which I think as a coach of a team, it gives you a little bit of a, a take a breath because it's challenging all around for everyone and that they were supportive in that way. They weren't, you know, over the top, like, we've got to win all these games. And obviously as coaches in the athletic department, we want to do that. But they stressed that, you know, obviously the taking care of the student-athletes and our own well-being was going to be important. Um, and I think that was just, you know, uh, just an amazing part during this time period. And it kind of tells you the, the trueness of this athletic department that, you know, it's about people and it's about um, taking care of the student-athletes and having them have a good experience. And, you know, the biggest you know, challenge for me was just, just not seeing them. It's kind of the isolation. Like, you know, even meals, you're separated. And, you know, you have to be distanced apart and you can't have the interaction that you want with them. I think that kind of wore on everybody after a while, that kind of loneliness at times. Um, it was it was challenging. You know, you have a mask on for a six-hour bus ride. You know, it just it's just tiring. And I have to tell you, I was proud of our student-athletes and the resilience that they had, you know, going through it. And they did a great job. 
Um, but I think that was the biggest thing, walking away from the athletic department, feeling like they had our health and our mental well-being like, at, the, at the forefront of what they were doing during this time period. It is Barry Week across ESPN Wisconsin as we are joined by Paula Wilkins, the University of Wisconsin women's soccer coach. I got a little bit of a wacky one for you. If Barry Alvarez was taking a PK, a penalty shot, and you were in net and he got five tries, would he make any? Absolutely not. No way. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. I, I think I would have gotten him. I, would, I could uh, read which way he was going to kick the entire time. You could tell if he was going right. You think Barry Alvarez would know how to place a soccer ball on a PK? Well, I, I don't know if he'll be my boss. I don't know if he can kick a ball. That's what I'm <laughs> The truth I, is good. I don't want to offend anybody, but uh, I, I don't know if he could. I, you know what? I, he, has a bum knee and he's, you know, he has a bum knee right now, so I'm kind of yeah. going that he's not going to get much pepper on it. I like it. Paula, before we let you go, any last words you would like to say in honor of Barry Alvarez here on Barry Week across ESPN Wisconsin? You know, I'm just grateful that he uh, said those words in my interview that convinced me to come out here and, and start something new. And just being around great people in the Midwest and, and being a Badger, I'm so thankful for that and the opportunity that, that I was given um, to stretch myself as a coach and get better. And I always felt he had support. He'd come into his office and sometimes sit down on this couch and, and just give me little tidbits of information that I will carry with me uh, in the future. So I'm very grateful and I'm excited for all the Badger fans, we move on to the next panel with Mac, and very excited about that. So thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. No, thank you for spending some time with us, Paula, and best of luck this upcoming season. We'll be watching. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. Paula all Wilkins, right. the head coach of the women's soccer team at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. More Barry Week coming up next on ESPN Wisconsin. You're listening to the Coaches of Barry Alvarez, part of ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jaw. Thanks for the memories, Coach. It's touchdown! Double makes the big play for the Badgers. Celebrating more than 30 years of excellence, this is ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Now, back to the Coaches of Barry. With Ben Brust, here's Greg Scalzo. Welcome back into Barry Week on ESPN Wisconsin. I'm Greg Scalzo along with Ben Brust, and we're excited to be joined by former Wisconsin Badgers football head coach, currently the head football coach for the University of Illinois, Brett Bielema. Coach, thank you so much uh, for giving us some of your time. I want to start with Brett Bielema, the player, because you were in the Big Ten at Iowa before Barry arrived in Madison. Then you played against Barry while he was the head coach at the University of Wisconsin. From a player perspective, what was your first impression of Barry and how he transformed one of your rivals in the Wisconsin Badgers? Well, you know, I, I was a player at the University of Iowa when I first began to hear Barry Alvarez. Obviously, he had already moved on, but um, Dan McCarney, uh, who was Coach Alvarez's first defense coordinator, was our defensive line coach, and Coach Mack had always uh, made references to Coach. And so I kind of heard about his legendary status before he became the head coach at Wisconsin, but I distinctly remember um, being at a bowl game. Uh, I was with Coach Fry. We were in a, a coach's suite, and, and – um, it was the it was the first Rose Bowl uh, that Coach had, had been to, and I remember Coach Fry sitting there, and he was emotional about watching Coach win his first Big Ten uh, uh, Rose Bowl game. You know, and I, it goes back to you know now knowing and working for him years later that here's a guy that had given him his first college job, right? Had given him his first opportunity, and you saw the emotional effect 
it had on him that the coach probably to this day doesn't even know. I don't know if I ever even shared that story with him, like how much of an impact I saw it make on a guy that I loved at the time as well. So uh, coach has been influencing people's lives for a long time. Coach, you saw that impact on others. What was the biggest impact Barry had on you? Well, an easy one, right? He's the first guy to give me the head coaching title. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was kind of funny. When I left Coach Fry, he gave me a, a note um, walking out the door uh, when he left uh, and retired. And his last line on that note to me that I still carry this day was, you know, you'll be a great head coach. You know, uh, be, make sure you're prepared when you get there. And I went to work for, for Kirk Ferentz. And when, when I was leaving with him, he made the same thing, like, you're going to be a great head coach. I'll make sure you're ready when you get there. And then I went to work for Bill Snyder. And when I left to, to become the defense coordinator at Wisconsin, I didn't know I was going to be the head coach. And Coach Snyder just made the same reference, like, listen, you, you're, you're going to be a head coach. Let's, let's, let's you know, just analyze everything before it becomes real. And then Coach Alvarez was the first one to actually shake my hand and say, hey, you're going to be the next head coach here at the University of Wisconsin. So that was the biggest impact. But really the, the guy that I – say put it all together for me i worked for a bunch of good head coaches was coach coach alvarez he taught me the whole package right from football x's and o's to recruiting to handling the media to dealing with administration to dealing with alumni uh, big picture small picture the guy that put it all perspective for me was coach alvarez coach bielema you obviously were a college player at iowa you coached at the collegiate level and you've even spent some time at the professional ranks being around Bill Belichick, you know, being around all those different athletic directors and people around you, what differentiates Barry from all of them? Probably just the whole thing. You know how when Coach walks into a room, he just owns it, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, he, does, he doesn't need to announce it. It doesn't need to go over a, a speaker system. He just walks in with this confidence that uh, is unprecedented. And I, and I, I would say that probably um, jumps out to me just the first time I was around him. And he's just so much bigger than what's in front of him. He has the unbelievable um, ability to focus in on the smallest detail, but on the same account to be able to see the biggest uh, venue right in front of him. He just the attention to detail and the ability to see big picture is very, very unique. Um, I would say though, there are so many great things uh, that that uh, I could share, but like one thing that I would love telling the story a hundred times over. Um, we were in Chicago. We were in there for Big Ten meetings and we have these dinners and these functions with the other coaches and ADs and, you know, they're great and everything, but I think we were going to dinner in some submarine or something that was like a historical value. And, you know, coach looked at me the night before he said, hey, let's make an early exit out of this joint and, 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 and uh, go grab dinner with the wives. And, and uh, so uh, we did. And the next morning we're sitting there and apparently after that dinner, they had had a, a person from the college football hall of fame, make a special appearance and was going to tell Coach Alvarez um, that he was, you know, the next inductee into the College Football Hall of Fame. So we're at breakfast the next morning. It's early, and I'm, we're going through the line. A guy comes up. He said, hey, uh, we were going to share this last night, but, um, you know, Coach Alvarez is going to be inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. We're going to do it this morning at the start of your athletic director football coaches meetings. And, and I'm, like, looking at him I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. And so – and he goes, he doesn't know. I'm like, okay. I go, well, he's right over there. I'll sit down next to him and I'll, you know. So we're sitting down and we start this breakfast and um, he's reading the USA Today and he's not really paying attention to what's going on, right? And he's watching this guy, gets up introduced, and introduced and then he introduces the director of College Football Hall of Fame and Coach Alvarez is knee deep in the sports section of the USA Today, not really paying <laughs> attention. And I looked at him, I said, hey, cuz, 
which she's famous for saying, right? Uh, I said, hey, cuz, you might want to pay attention right here. This guy's going to need to talk to you in a minute. And he, like, literally picks his head up and looks forward, and 30 seconds later, he finds out he's ducked into the College Football Hall of Fame, and we get up, give each other a huge hug, and he and I were just chuckling about it about a a couple weeks ago because, like, that's him in a nutshell, right? He's getting ready to be bestowed as the most prominent thing you could have in college football, and, and, and... He's reading the sports section of the USA Today. He's focusing on his task, on his mind. Um, that's that's Coach Alvarez at his best. Uh, Coach Brett Bielava, formerly of the Wisconsin Badgers, now at the University of Illinois, uh, this Barry week across ESPN, Wisconsin. You talk about Barry, his accomplishments, how his presence was, was larger than life. Uh, you were the guy to succeed, Barry. And what was that like when, you, when he told you? What was that conversation like? And then how was that transition when you took over for him as head coach, but he was still present there as the athletic director uh, with the University of Wisconsin? Well, first, awareness, right? So, you know, after our first year together, um, he basically came to me and and shared with me his idea and his thought. Obviously, there was different things he had to go through protocol-wise to check the box, but he explained to me, like, he wanted me to see uh, the behind-the-scenes look at being a head coach, right? So for a year, I would go in and I would listen to his media press conference on the uh, Big Ten uh, call-in. For We'd sit there for two hours and listen to the other coaches give – uh, uh, interviews, and we would go through what was good, what was bad, what to expect, why he did it. He always listened to the other coaches, so he knew what coaches, what questions were coming his way. Um, he would let me sit in on press conferences. He would allow me to sit into academic meetings. So I knew a lot about the job before I had to take it over. The easiest part was going to be football, right? So carried forward a lot of the same things. But, you know, I changed. At the time, there were nine assistant coaches. I changed everybody out but two. Um, uh, 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 Paul Chris stayed as our offensive coordinator. Henry Mason stayed as our wide receiver coach. But I basically let everybody else go. Um, and so I brought in an entire new staff. And one of the things he later showed, shared with me was he felt that that's what needed to be done, right? He wanted me to hire my own staff, not retain his old, right? So he gave me carte blanche to bring in a bunch of new coaches and, and, and uh, do what we did. And then obviously we went 12-1 and that first year so. A lot of great things. We didn't really talk. I know everybody kind of thought, especially when I left, that it was, you know, Coach Coach and I never, ever talked football, especially when I was a head coach. Like, we never went through X and O game plan. He never critiqued. He never really said, do this, do that. It was all just kind of, we just were winning, and we would encourage each other. Um, he might occasionally say, hey, uh, you know, I remember, uh, you know, these guys playing at a venue. He'd talk about playing on the road versus at home little things like that, but very, very, very little X's and O's. But to have him as a resource was unbelievable. There was a lot of just great teaching moments that I can never put into uh, words or put a value on that he shared with me that, that, you know, has obviously allowed me to have great success then and will allow us to have great success in the future. Coach, how hard was it for you to leave the University of Wisconsin then, and what was that conversation like with Barry? Uh, to this day, very uh, – dramatic uh however we want to say it um when i was uh, offered the opportunity to be the head coach at arkansas i'd gone through a couple other uh, i'd been offered the miami dolphins job the year before like different things that i had kind of let go by um and he and i had had some conversations and we we just talked about what was being able to be built there and and then when i finally made that decision and had to tell him we were 
he and I were alone in a hotel room, the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York. Uh, we were set to have dinner that night, and I, I grabbed him in the lobby and said, hey, can we meet upstairs? And, um, you know, we're sitting in these two chairs about, you know, if everybody's been in a Waldorf Astoria hotel room, it's a small room, a nice place, but we're sitting two feet apart. I told him what, what I was going to do, and, you know, he was obviously shocked and then aware. We're both very emotional, gave each other a hug. I encouraged him to take over as the, you know, the, the Rose Bowl interim coach, you know, um, just just – shared a few moments there that, you know, then we kind of, you know, as when, when we split, right, there was a couple of years where it wasn't uh, as rosy as it had been, but uh, probably about four years ago after my third year at Arkansas, third or fourth year, we kind of had a meeting and, and uh, kind of put everything behind us and, and uh, been, been close ever since. And it was a, a big part of the opportunities that I got uh, to be here at Illinois and also uh, several other along the way. So it's, it's, it's been rewarding because now him and Cindy, who's, also been a very, very important person in my life, uh, has been uh, a great relationship to rekindle and be back with Strong. Coach Brett Bielema, thank you so much for the time. Any other uh, message you would like to get out to Barry? I'm sure you'll have plenty of face-to-face time with him, but anything else you'd like to share about Barry Alvarez here before we let you go? Well, the day that it was officially announced, uh, you know, I obviously follow a lot of the my former players and, and people in my time at Wisconsin, and the genuine outpouring, you know when someone's, basically saying something about somebody, but you, you, you understand it when someone feels a certain way about somebody. And I would tell you that Coach Alvarez's impact on his players, you know, throughout the history of his time. But, you know, I, I got to know some of his teammates that played with him at Nebraska. I got to know coaches that coached with him at other places outside of Wisconsin. I have no athletic directors who now work outside of the Big Ten Conference who, are, who knew him on a professional level as an AD. Coach Alvarez has affected people's lives from the moment he got into college football to the time that we're at today in a positive manner. And that can never be replicated or duplicated. His effect on the game of college football is, is eternal. And uh, for me to be able to have seven years of, of being his head football coach as an athletic director at the University of Wisconsin were truly one of the greatest moments in my life. And, and, and it was all because of his leadership. So uh, the effect that he's had on me as a, a man is tenfold uh, across the world of college football. And, just honored and blessed to be a part of it. Well said, Coach, and he had a lot of fun doing it. Have to imagine that going away party, that retirement party, uh, will certainly be a fun one. Coach, once again, thank you so much for the time. We very much appreciate it, and uh, best of luck this season. Kind except of. Except for when you play Wisconsin. <laughs> That's right. Can't sign off with the traditional on Wisconsin, but I hope you understand where I'm coming from. I love and respect the man, and I appreciate all my time at Wisco. This is ESPN Wisconsin's Barry Week, presented by the Wisconsin Alumni Association and Iron Jock. Find more great content celebrating the legendary career of Barry Alvarez. Subscribe to the Varsity Podcast free on Wisconsin